What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I honestly don't even know where to start, so I want to begin by giving you guys a life update, but there's so much that is happening right now that I'm just like, where do I even begin? So I'm just going to dive in because I want to try and keep this intro short and concise because I do have an awesome episode for you this week. It's a leaked coaching session inside of one of my signature programs, so you get to kind of sit in and be a fly on the wall and listen to what happens inside some of these coaching situations where we're doing group coaching and we're kind of chatting about what's going on for us, what's coming up. I give advice and feedback and yeah, we just share and it's a really cool thing to be able to listen to and feel like you are in the room with us. So yeah, I'm excited to bring you that as today's episode. But before we get into that, I want to give you a life update because obviously there's a lot going on right now. I am, let's see, As I'm recording this, it is Sunday. On Friday of this week, I move to the U.S. So yeah, it's everything is happening so, so fast and we are very, very overwhelmed at the moment. V stressed out, to be honest, (laughs) like it's a lot. And I feel like if moving was the only thing that I had to do or focus on, it would be a lot more manageable, but also like running a business and taking care of all of my clients and my programs and building trainings and doing all the other kind of stuff that I do for work on top of it has been, it's been a lot. Also, my amazing, incredible assistant Lori has been on her kind of Christmas break holidays the first couple weeks in January. So I'm missing her because she helps me with so much. She, You guys like don't get to see as much of what she does for like all the Samantha Daily stuff behind the scenes, but she is literally a legend and I need her back <laughs> because wow, it's a lot doing all of this. And then yeah, it's, it's crazy. And even like Jaime is a person who doesn't really, like he's usually the one that's more chill out of the two of us. Um, he doesn't tend to like get as stressed out as I do. I'm a lot more like high strung, like I've dealt with anxiety most of my life. So I'm just kind of like normally the person that will spiral first and he kind of keeps it together. But even he the other day was like legitimately (laughs) spiraling and I was like, okay, one of us needs to keep it together. One of us needs to be calm because this is not fucking working. If both of us are freaking out, like he's just like venting to me about all the things that he has to do and all these things that he's worried about and how this so stressful and I want to get this done and we need to do this and I need you to do that and I'm like oh my god okay we need to both take some CBD and a deep fucking breath and chill out so yeah I'm feeling a little bit more relaxed today because we got a lot done this morning on Sunday morning but this past weekend was crazy also because it's when the 6th of January is when we celebrate basically Christmas here in Spain. So we still were like getting presents and wrapping things and we had family gatherings and dinners and celebrations that we had to go to. And it was like, you know, the couple days before Christmas is like chaos. And so it was that on top of moving in five days and everything that's going on with my business right now. So yeah, it was just wild. So today we could finally take a deep breath now that the Christmas holiday stuff is over. And we got a lot done. Actually, we took a lot out of the house. 
we're looking a lot more trim. There are really no clothes in my closet, which is crazy. I like wear the same thing every day. If you guys see me on Instagram stories, I think I have like three outfits now. So just deal with it, girlies. (laughs) It is what it is. This is what I have to work with. Um, So we have basically every, we've trimmed down all of our clothes and shoes and personal belongings and everything that we own to be able to fit in five to six suitcases. We're going to see if we need to fill the sixth one, but that is it. That's it. That's all we can bring. It's crazy. So it's been a lot, but we are very, very excited and The other day I was saying to my mom, because like my mom is the person that I will vent to, like I feel like to my clients and online, like I want to be able to show up in like from a place of being empowered and, you know, taking the lessons from everything and being able to share that with you guys. But then obviously with my mom, like she's my safe place where I can like crumble and literally be like, what the fuck is going on? So she was texting me the other night and saying how excited she was. And she was like, every day we do a little thing to like prepare for you guys to arrive. And, you know, she, her and my dad are like on cloud nine. She's like, your dad is skipping around and like is so happy. And I was like, I am, I'm very excited, but honestly, I cannot feel the excitement, I can't access that feeling in my body right now because it is buried in anxiety. And I was sharing on my stories a little bit about how how it's just such a stressful time. There's so much going on and so much to do. And also in the middle of all of this, we both, Jaime and I got sick for a couple of days. And so we were both out for the count, like completely could not do anything. All we could focus on was like making vegetables and fresh juices and taking vitamins and resting and you know we were worried that it might be what everybody is assuming that it would be you know so we were just like we lost a whole bunch of time in that and also that was fucking stressful because we were like yo we need to be leaving soon like this cannot be happening and the dog is super anxious because he sees us packing everything and he thinks that we're like leaving because normally when we pack for a trip, we obviously leave him with to be watched by someone and he hates when we leave. So he's super anxious. He's like vomiting. He like puked on the rug the other day. He has like diarrhea. I'm like this. It's just like everything is happening all at once. So yeah, I was sharing on my stories about how stressful this time is and just kind of giving like an honest update of what it what it's like right now. Like the other night I... I couldn't even sleep. You know, I get, I'm very good at like holding a lot of stress for a long time because I think I'm just like used to that. And I don't normally feel or notice how stressed I feel until it shows up in physical symptoms with me in my body. So if someone's like, how are you doing? I'd be like, you know, honestly, pretty good. Like, I feel like I'm holding it together. Like, you know, we have a plan. We're working on things like it's, it's overwhelming, but like I'm good. And then like, next minute I'm like having an anxiety attack or something because my body is finally like, hey, girlfriend, (laughs) like you're holding a lot of stress right now. So the other night I couldn't even sleep. I didn't even feel stressed, but all of a sudden I just had that like pain in the center of my chest, like near my sternum, which is usually what happens when I am starting to get anxiety. And so I felt this pain in my chest and I just like, I had to cry. So I just had a good cry 
just bawled my eyes out a little bit. And it was like the emotional release that I needed to physically release some of the stress that I have been carrying. And that felt so good. But I, yeah, I just wanted to share some of the realistic kind of behind the scenes of things because I think, you know, I also, with everything that's happening, I can't share all of this on Instagram, even if I wanted to. Like, I just, I literally don't have time. I don't have mental capacity. Someone asked me the other day, like, oh, can you please share and like document and film like the moving journey? And I'm like, you know what? That would be so cool. But also, like, no, I can't. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. I can't hold anything else. So, yeah, I just wanted to give you guys an honest update. We are very, very excited and we cannot wait. And I will do another update for you guys, hopefully, on next week's episode because next week's episode, we will be landed safe, secure in the US. So, I'm saving that episode to record once we get there so I can update you guys on the journey and how we're feeling and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to keep it a little bit real and let you know that I am moving through this experience as I think any human would, which is, you know, feeling all the things that are being brought to the surface for me to feel. But also the more that I sit and reflect on it, I realize that everything that I think is a problem right now is actually a blessing, And I think this, I think so many people can relate to this, you know, obviously sometimes there's problems and challenges that we have in our life that are really truly just that they are challenges, um, that, you know, we didn't ask for. And sometimes we don't even necessarily deserve, but also I think even when there's a lot of like good things happening for us, we can get caught up in the overwhelm of the stress and start to feel like, oh my gosh, like we we start to feel like all these blessings, all these good things that are happening are problems. And so we are reacting and responding and moving through life as if we have a whole plate full of problems when actually what we have is a plate full of blessings. You know, like everything that I've just described to, to you guys is is an abundance of blessings that I have right now. Everything that feels like a problem is actually a blessing because it's helping me get the thing that I've been wanting for so long. You know, like how fucking crazy is that, that I have been wanting to make this move for over a year and I've, you know, been working on manifesting it and then fully surrendering it. You guys would have heard that episode on the podcast about crazy faith where I was just like, you know what? It's not going to happen right now and I have to be okay with that. And so fully, fully letting go of it. And I think I had to completely let go of the idea that it would ever happen in order for me to actually embody that true surrender. It wasn't like, oh, let me let go of the idea for now, but also kind of hang on. No, you would have heard like in that episode, I fully let go of the idea of having this thing. And I was just like, you know what? It's not meant to be right now. And I think I needed, like that was such a big part of the manifestation process. So I'm thinking about next week's episode, also going through some of those learnings with you guys about everything that I have learned and refined about manifestation through this process, because it has been such a fucking 
wild ride. Like there has been so many yeses and nos and maybes and ups and downs and twists and turns and, you know, testing of faith and boundaries and beliefs and all of that. So once we get there and I feel like it's complete and I can take a deep breath and settle, I want to share those lessons with you. But that was one thing that I I definitely wanted to share with you because I think so many people will be able to relate to this is that, you know, think about the things in your life that feel like a problem and ask yourself if it's actually a blessing. You know, everything in my life right now that feels like a problem is is a blessing. I have so many blessings that I, I don't know how to hold them all right now. And that's just the truth. But I am working on it and I am choosing to recognize that that is what it is. So I'm sitting in gratitude to the universe for everything that has come my way and everything that has gone right and all of the tiny impossible puzzle pieces that have had to fall into place for this to happen. Like it's actually wild. Like the people that I had to meet and work with and the connections and so many things had to work out in order for this to happen. And I'll never be able to describe the entire story to you guys, but it, it has been so crazy. And so I'm realizing, you know, like this whole thing, everything that I'm stressed about right now is the biggest gift. So maybe you can relate to that with some of the things going on in your life right now. So that's my little life update. Um, I also want to remind you guys or let you know, I guess let you in on the secret that the last ever live round of From Burnt Out to Badass is actually currently open for enrollment. So I'm so freaking excited about this. Technically, today, if you're listening to this episode in real time, today, the day that this episode goes live, the the program is only open to waitlist people and now podcast listeners. So if you listen to the podcast, you're a lucky gal and you get a little bit of a head start because this is the last ever time that I'm going to be running this program live, meaning I'm going to be in it with you. We're going to have live Zoom calls twice a month, doing our coaching sessions and embodiment sessions and group work and workshops. So if you've ever wanted to work with me for life mindset manifestation coaching, this is the place to be because right now I am not taking any one-on-one clients for life and mindset work. I'm only working one-on-one with people for business mentorship. So if you've wanted to work with me for any amount of time in the realm of mindset, manifestation, mindfulness, meditation, um, self-awareness, self-development, creating your dream life, building your inner sense of trust and knowing and love and compassion. All of that life-based stuff is what we cover inside of this program. And so this is the place that you'll be able to do that work with me. And this is the last time that I'll be running the program live. So I'm very, very excited. I, I'm sure that I'm going to throw in a bunch of special stuff for the women that that go, join this round because it's the last time that we're going to be doing it live. So I want it to be an epic experience. Like I'm going to savor and drink up every moment of this 
round of the program as well. So I'm very, very excited for any of the women that get to join. And just to let you guys know, there is an early bird sale going on. So the price is lowered right now and the early bird sale will be on until the 19th of January. So Wednesday, the 19th of January, prices then go up to full price. So you have the option to pay in full or there is a monthly payment plan that you can do and all of the information about the program and what's included and the ability to sign up and make your first payment and all of that is on my website. So you just go to samanthadaily.com and then under courses, you'll see from burnt out to badass and I will also leave a link for you guys in the show notes. So if you want to work with me and get inside from burnt out to badass, like click the link in the show notes, go sign up, reserve your spot. The time is now my loves this is the very last time that we get to sit in this amazing program together and do this work of completely shifting your beliefs around self and the world and what's possible for you and up leveling your entire existence this is the program that has changed hundreds of women's lives literally so many amazing transformations you can also see on my Instagram, I have a saved story highlight of testimonials that you can go take a look at and see all of the amazing changes that have happened for the women that have gone through this program before you. And I am so, so excited to see you and serve you inside of this program. We are going to start on the 1st of February, but doors are officially open. So I'm welcoming you in with open arms and I'm so, so excited for this last and final beautiful round of this program. All right, you guys, that is it for life updates and reminders. Let's go ahead and dive into this leaked coaching session. Welcome to the Makeshift Happen podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Daly, entrepreneur, life coach, and your no BS bestie, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind and up-level your life. So turn the volume up and roll the windows down if you're coming along for the ride. Let's go make shift happen. The floor is open to you guys. Um, this is your last. Q&A opportunity. So anything that you want to bring forth now, it is the moment. You can go ahead and raise your hand. I'm coming over to Clarice. Anybody else that wants to raise their hand virtually, if you can, and then I'll kind of be able to see you and, and come to you next. Um, okay, Clarice, go for it. Hello. I can't believe it's the last one. Sad times. Um, okay. So my question would be something that I've learned from currently as you guys know, I was, um, when I started the course, I was up in Swindon. So I actually have moved since. And um, my vibration there was a little bit higher because, <laughs> like, it was like I was in my vibe, my energy, and everything, which has been great. I think the difficulty I'm finding at the moment is being in someone else's energy and vibe in their home all the time is really difficult to maintain my energy and vibe. I meditate, I've been going to the gym. I'm so grateful for their, you know, support through allowing us to be here for a few months to figure things out. 
but they're so negative i mean they bitch about everything they moan about everything and i'm like i'm, I'm i sit there and i'm like don't get sucked in <laughs> but it's hard because these people at the moment are the people who are at my table and it's hard for me to separate myself me and phil have had no time for each other as well so things there are really rocky at the moment which is really sad so at the moment it's like coming to the end of the course where I'm really proud of how far I've come but I'm also in this end part now where I'm like I should be at a point where I'm like yeah I can totally take control of stuff like this and the pressure to move is like higher than ever I, I viewed 14 different places in the past two weeks because I'm like I want to go somewhere else and then I'm like wait is this me forcing and pressuring myself to do all this is that gonna like attract lack so I'm kind of struggling with where it's going now at this point especially towards the end so this is kind of ugh. soz it's not more happy but unfortunately that is what's going on for me but yeah well <clears throat> I'm glad that you brought this up kind of because I think this is a really good uh, learning opportunity for everybody. And then I'll kind of get into some tangibles for you specifically Clarice in terms of like the energy stuff and everything, but like understanding that the, the, the more that we do this work and the deeper that we heal within ourselves and the greater of an awareness that we build, the more that we're going to see where things are flawed or not working in our surroundings and in our life. And so a lot of times we have this idea that, oh, when I work on myself and I do all of this, everything's just going to get better and I'm going to love my career and my relationships is going to be on top of the world and everything's going to be aligned and more money and all this stuff. <clears throat> Those things will eventually happen, but there's a sort of like breaking down period before the breakthrough period, which is where we get really challenged in personal growth to actually, rather than just witness the things that aren't working, stand in the truth of the things that aren't working and choose differently. That's where we get challenged, right? We can learn all of these things and be like, oh, okay, amazing. Now I'm noticing these things. So I see these patterns, habits, behaviors, triggers, warning signs, negativity, whatever. I see it. I see it. I'm aware, right? That part is relatively, I don't want to say easy, but it's more simple to build the awareness. But then it's like, what do you do with the awareness? That's like where we get challenged, right? It's like, well, fuck. Now I have to like have hard conversations or set boundaries or like do shit that like, Oh, it's like not fun. You know, it's hard. It's like, I have to have difficult conversations with my partner. I have to set boundaries with my in-laws. I have to choose myself over others. That's all the stuff that starts to like pull us in these different directions that make us feel like, you know, we're in that sort of like breaking down period before the breakthrough. But <clears throat> that's where like the magic really happens is when we go into the, the breaking down of the old the old systems, patterns, whatever has been happening around us that we were previously asleep to or not as aware or awake to. And we say, okay, now I have to face this, right? I have to walk into the eye of the storm and choose to like rearrange and make different decisions and, and choose myself. So just wanted to share that because I think that's a really important thing to note for everybody on your own journey is that you may get to a place where you're like, 
gosh, I know all these things. Like I feel super inspired. I feel good kind of like internally, but externally things aren't like matching anymore. And that's because you're becoming a new person. You're becoming a new version of yourself and other things, you know, that you once tolerated or that you didn't care that much about are now like really irritating and really frustrating and like so misaligned with like who you are and how you're feeling and how you're thinking. And that is a normal part of becoming a new person because you're not the same person that you were three months ago, six months ago, a year ago. You're just not like your personality has changed. You know, we talked about this in the manifestation masterclass of how is the personality built and it's built through your daily thoughts, actions, and behaviors. And a lot of your daily thoughts, actions, and behaviors have changed, which means your personality has evolved, which means you become a new version of yourself. And so the old things that are still constructed around you may start to feel even more uncomfortable because they don't fit with you anymore. So just know that that's a normal part of the process and it's up to you to choose yourself moving through that part of the process. Yeah. So is this resonating with anybody else other than Clarice? Yes. Okay, cool. So, um, like something that is a visual that might help you Clarice is when I'm like in a space where someone's energy, I know that like they have the ability to really kind of like impact me, sway me, bring me one way or the other is to imagine, then this will be helpful if you can do it like in the morning, like before you go down to breakfast or you see them or you start engaging with them. And I know you have a meditation practice, so it could be part of like your meditation or something like that. But imagining like your aura that's around you, that you're constructing this sort of like bubble of your energy and it's contained around you, right? And your energy is, is within it. And so you're like building in your mind, in your mind's eye, you're like building your own energy bubble that allows your energy to be transmitted out, but it doesn't allow other people's energy to come through. So it's kind of like one of those like um, one way, is that what it's called? A one way mirror or something, you know, in like police stations or something where you can like see the other people, but like they can't see you. <laughs> okay. Metaphor is going all over the place, but you get what I'm saying. So like your energy can go through and reach out to other people but like theirs cannot penetrate your bubble and come in. And just like simply having this vision in your mind's eye and visualizing that you're in this space can create an, a, another level of like awareness that just allows space between you and the other person's energy. Like you can feel that their energy is like something that you're not interested in or that you don't like, but you're like, oh, but I have my bubble. <laughs> like as silly as that sounds, you're like, but I like, I constructed the protective aura. And so it cannot fuck with me. And like, just thinking in that way will reduce the amount that you feel impacted by that person because you've chosen already, not only through a mental choice, but also through a visualization, which we know is really powerful that like their energy doesn't impact me. Whereas prior to this exercise, perhaps you may be walking downstairs into the kitchen in the morning and being like, 
like, I hope they're not like talking about whatever. I hope they're not watching the news. I hope they're not doing this, that, or the other thing. Like, I hope they don't ask me about my job or whatever again. And you're just kind of almost like waiting to be on the defense of what they're going to say or do or how their energy is going to be. Whereas when you construct your bubble, you are like on the offense of like, "Mm, good, I'm sweet. Like nothing can fuck with me. And your intention and your awareness about that will change how much it impacts you. It's not going to make them or their energy or their negativity go away, obviously, but it will make you a little bit more resistant and resilient to it. If that makes sense, if you're willing to try it. Bree says, definitely resonate with this now, 100%. Yeah, like this is like for anybody. Because we all have like people in our lives that have the ability to kind of like pull on us and and drag our energy in one direction or another. Um, so using that visualization technique can be really helpful if you do that in the morning. Um, and then, you know, like I think looking for places, because we talked about last time about you wanting to look for places and have your own space and not be in the energy of like waiting to know the next thing to take the next step. Um, I think that's, I still think that's aligned. I still think that's really good. You know, like if you feel your energy being like chaotic and frantic and like, ah, like we have to find a place, then maybe like come back to center a little bit. But I don't think looking is bad, right? It's just like the energy that you're looking in. You know, if you're like looking in desperation, then you'll want to like come back to center, create safety in the body, remind yourself that regardless of what's going on, you can handle it. You'll get through it. You're safe. You got you because you always got you, right? And even if it takes a little bit longer than you expected, you're willing to wait for the right thing at the right time because you know that it's all happening in divine timing, right? Coming back to trust. That's what I would say. Like keep looking, but look in the energy of, of trusting that it's coming and that it will happen when it's meant to happen. And that it, and then you don't, you don't need to worry. Like you don't need to put this whole thing on your shoulders and be like, I'm the only one in charge of creating this and doing this. And if I don't do it, then nothing will happen. Because if you are truly co-creating with the universe, then you get to share that responsibility of like, how are we going to make this happen, right? Sit in your meditation, talk to the universe, a higher power, right? This idea of like prayer, communicate your fears, worries, doubts about this process. Say, I'm open to the best possible outcome happening faster than I could have imagined. Thank you, universe, universe for X, Y, and Z. I'm so grateful for this. I trust that everything is happening in divine timing, right? Pray on it. Send that energy outwards. And then you take the aligned action of looking for places and going to visit, but without the frantic, desperate energy, because you know that it's happening and that you're not the only person in charge. Okay. I think that's the part I'm struggling with most is the trust and divine time because I'm like you sit and listen to these like home like mortgage people and brokers and they're like yeah it'll take up to three to four months I'm like that's Christmas that's fucking Christmas (laughs) so I'm like yeah it's tough and we put we found a property literally like this I'll say it to you and you'll be like oh my god it survived it's literally a two-bed apartment 
on the seafront in literally in the city center of Brighton, which is like absolute freaking goals. It needs a little work and we put an offer down and it got declined. And I'm like, okay, so is this like meant to be, or is it not? Is this me forcing it? So it's coming back and it's like clearly not men put in a different offer, but she's trying to match something that we won't be able to like reach. So I'm like, is this too much? And I'm questioning it more because I'm in, obviously in the rush to just wanting to get out. Um, and it's kind of ruining the fun of actually going and finding somewhere, which is kind of a shame. So, yeah, I'm excited about this place, but I'm also like, can it something happen, please? I've 14 places. One of them must be, right? Surely. <laughs> like, <laughs> try, yeah, try not to overthink the process. Like, when it is meant to happen, it'll happen. Like, be in the flow of things. If it If it's not this place, right? And this is something that you can put into your prayers of like, if not this, then something better, you know, like that's kind of like the idea when something doesn't work out, it's not like, Oh no, like that was perfect. And now we're screwed and there's nothing else. It has to be the energy of like, okay, there must be something better then there must be something more aligned, whether it's like the space or the finances of it or the timing of it. But like, there must be something that's, that's more aligned, right? This or something better. And like, just to make it a little bit more fun, like the process of like manifesting your place, like create like a, a little like Pinterest board on like how you view yourself living and how you would decorate the apartment or like the kind of windows that you would hope that it would have or like whatever. And you can just like scroll through that on a daily basis and be like, oh, like it's coming, like it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And just sit in the energy of like, I know it's coming. It's on the way. It's on the way. It's on the way. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. I'm going to come over to Tegan. I think she was next. Hi, babe. Hey, hi everyone. Um, I just wanted to ask you, do you have any tips for how to get into like femme energy more? Because I think that you struggle with this too, but I feel like I'm just always in my masculine energy and I really struggle to just sit down and do nothing. Um, I even have it like scheduled as like a, I added it into my habit trackers, like read for one hour a day. And it's the one that I just like only do sometimes. And it, yeah, I just really struggle. Okay. So sitting and doing nothing is not feminine energy. So we can cancel that belief because that's going to make you not want to do it at all. <laughs> like, I just need to sit and do nothing. And that's how I'm going to be feminine. Um, also, we've talked about this before. I don't know if it was with this group or the other one. It may have been with the other group, but like adding, it's so funny how we do this because you're not the only person that does this, Tegan. Like a lot of us do this. It's so funny when we are hyper masculine or we tend to lean more into our masculine energy, we will try to accomplish embodying feminine energy through like a masculine medium, like through a masculine way of like, well, I'm going to schedule it then and I'm going to target track it and I'm going to put it on this list <laughs> and then I'll be fucking feminine. And it's like, that is so masculine. It's like, so not at all what feminine energy is, right? It's like, we try to get to the feminine in a masculine way. And that's why we're like disconnected from it still. And why we're blocked from it still. Yeah. So the feminine energy doesn't care about the to-do list or the structure or the planning or the time constraints or any of those other things, right? She's in flow. 
she's not worried about like this and this and this need to get done. It's like, it'll all happen. Right. So just take that first to think about like, okay, how could I approach this in a different way? Right. Um, and like, let's all take a second. Let's, let's drop. Yeah. Tanya wounded feminine. eh? totally. So let's drop into the chat just so that we can get like a, a plethora of like examples or ideas. Like what is like an embodiment of feminine energy for you? Like, what are some of the things that you do in your life that bring in more pleasure, play, fun, ease, all those things, creativity, um, vulnerability, all those things that feminine energy is like, what does that look like for you in your life? It's not something that you're like, I practice feminine energy on Mondays because I do this, but like, just throw out like ideas of like things that could be an embodiment of feminine energy for you in your life. And we'll get some ideas going in the chat. And then what I would say, this is an interesting practice that I, that I offered to a client the other day as well is like, making a list of these activities or things in your life that bring you joy, pleasure, fun, ease, flow. Like think of the things that like, when you do them, you like lose track of time. That's like a really good one to, to, to think of what is something that you do that makes you sort of like lose track of time. And you're just like in the flow of the activity because you're not even thinking about how much longer do I have to do this for? Or when is this going to be finished? Or what am I going to do next? You're just like in it, right? You're present. Something that like really snaps you into the present moment, making a list of these things and what they are for you in your life. And every day, just like waking up and being like, which one of these things do I feel like? Right. Not like I need to read every day, but it's like, okay, here's all I love, like writing, drawing, painting, cooking, having sex, whatever. Like those are all feminine things. So what do I, what do I feel like? What do I want to do? And I'm going to do it without constraint, without restriction, without a time limit. I'm just going to allow myself to do it for the sake of, of doing it. That I think is a better way for you to sort of tangibly approach integrating more feminine energy into your day-to-day life with a little bit less structure, right? And then eventually, hopefully at some point we won't need a list because the list is still sort of like masculine in nature, but it's just to like give you like a, a snapshot view of like, here's all the things that really make me feel like I'm in that energy and I can just choose whatever I want. So let's look at what some people have said in the chat. Um, oh, these are good examples. Okay. Yoga, writing, making random graphics, shopping. Cool. Bree says, I struggled with this too, but recently I've been getting into embroidery and knitting to chill with myself, question mark, (laughs) especially now that we are constantly in lockdowns. Yes. Walking the dogs, long baths, reading, coloring, cooking, dancing, walking the dog baths again, learning something new, doing something creative, watercolor painting. Cool. Amazing working with my hands, painting something. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Sitting in the sun, dancing in the shower. Yeah. Feminine energy playlist on Spotify. Totally stretching with no set routine. Yeah. Beautiful. I lose time when I scroll on IG. (laughs) Don't we all? (gasps) Literally. Oh, 
when I have a really good conversation with friends or when I get lost in my thoughts and I'm just, yeah. And just am without guilt. Totally. Yeah. Like conversation with girlfriends, like having, you know, that kind of connection, um, all of that counts, you know? So remembering that the, the feminine energy is less about doing and it's more about being the feminine energy is how you be. So that's what, what you're focusing on. Like, how can I prioritize more of just like loving life in a sense, pleasure, fun, joy, freedom, ease. Yeah. What are the things that like make me feel that way? And how can I make space for them without being rigid about it? You know? And it's also like, you don't need to do it every single day because if you set that like goal for yourself of like, I must do a feminine energy activity every day then we're just like doing the same thing again. Whereas like, you know, we're trying to get to the feminine through the masculine. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That help? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Lisa. Hello. Hello. Um, so I think like, okay. So to, so at the beginning of the course, I was like, Oh, I'll probably like quit my job, move countries, I'll like probably have a business, you know, in three months and just like expected a heck of a lot out of myself. And um, obviously none of that has happened, but there have been like really, really great things that have happened that I never thought would happen. But I think my question is like, if I was thinking those things before, does that mean that it's something that I want like, is, is it because I'm afraid or is it like, because I'm not taking action or like, I don't know where my block is and those sort of areas and why something like really, like I haven't done something that big, like maybe I'm not taking that much action or I'm being too hard on myself about taking too much action. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to ask, but like, I think the I'm, maybe it's like the difference between fear and action. Um, like maybe I'm only taking enough action to where I don't get the change. Um, I don't know. Do you ha- did you get anything out of what I've just said? <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> I did. Um where, well, okay. The first thing was really interesting where you're like, does this mean that I don't want these things or whatever? What does it mean for you? Because the fact that you are thinking that I know the meaning of what's going on in your soul is probably the first problem Yeah, because you're not recognizing that you know the meaning and that you actually do have the answers. Yeah, which is something that I've struggled with throughout the course, like knowing, having the blockage of knowing, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of gotten through that a couple of times, but it's just sort of keeps coming back. Like every time I think I know something, I question myself about it. Yeah. Who else does that? Who else does that? You know, like, welcome to the club. Yeah, everyone. 
everyone. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, I really want to quit my job. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, I can't. I shouldn't. Maybe I should wait this long. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do this. This first, that first. Ah! And then all of a sudden you're like, I don't know what I want because yeah. what I don't know what I want actually means is I don't feel safe in the knowing of what I want. Yeah. That's what I don't know what I want means. It's I don't feel safe in recognizing the knowing of what I want. So that's where we want to go is like, you do know what you want, but what about that feels unsafe to you? So let's just, let's just do something right now with, um, with Lisa and anybody else who wants to do this, you can do this for yourself, like with your own shit that's going on. Cause we all got shit. Let's close the eyes. And when you think about your job, your career moving forward, I want you to just tune in and ask yourself, what do I want? You've already got the answer, right? It already came through. So now you're just going to notice the ego coming in trying to correct or change or justify or explain or cancel what it is that you actually want. So Lisa, what is it that you want? Um, to work for myself. Okay. What does the ego tell you about that? That I probably have to do like a thousand other things before I can do that. Hmm. And what's the problem with doing a thousand other things? Um, that maybe I won't make any money. <laughs> okay. What happens if you don't make money? Um, can't go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> What is life if you can't go shopping? <laughs> what does mm. life look like if you are unsuccessful working for yourself because you don't make money and can't go shopping? What does life look like? What does it feel like? Yeah, that's okay. Mm, it's At okay. least I tried. Mm. Okay. Did you learn something here? Maybe. Yeah. What would you do? What would you do next? In that case, if that were to happen, what would you do next? Get a job or keep trying. Mm -hmm. And how does that feel to you and your body? Do you trust that you'd be able to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And what about where, what about where you live? When you think about where you live, what is it that your soul wants? To move. Where do you want to move? Um, back to the States, closer to family. Why do you feel called to move back to the States? Family and friends. What is the feeling that you get when you move close to family and friends? Happy, loved. 
Mm. What in your life is giving you happiness and love right now? Um, my relationship. Okay, is that is that a healthy source of happiness and love for you? Yeah. What does it feel like to stay where you are for a little longer in this version of happiness and love? It's okay. Do you trust yourself to be here? Yeah. Are you going to be okay? Yeah. Can you find ways to lean into this happiness and love that exists around you? Yeah, I can. How does that feel in the body? Good. Really safe. Mm. Okay. I'll just take a deep breath here. You can open your eyes. Thank you. That answered my question about how to feel safe about things that I'm afraid of, I guess. Yeah. Okay. You, you know, the answer, right? You always know the answer, but sometimes we disempower ourselves from believing that we have the answer. Like what you just did. Um, you can do that. You don't need me to do that. That's nice yeah. <laughs> to have you. <Yeah>. <laughs> but you don't need me to do that. You know, you can always sit with yourself and tune in and ask those questions and just allow the answers to be right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're so welcome. Okay. Natalie, my love. Hello. Um, so I honestly, I think you basically just answered half of what, I was about to ask with Lisa, but essentially like for quick context. So I just got um, a new job and basically it's not the role that I applied for. Um, I got to the third round of interviews for the actual role that I wanted. And then they're like, sorry, you don't have enough experience. And then he calls me back 10 minutes later and was like, Hey, we have another role um, that, we, it would be great. And then while you're in that role, we can kind of fill in the gaps in your training um, to eventually move across into the department where you want to be. I'm like, okay, cool. Anyway, pass, like the interview was a breeze and like they called me five minutes later and was like, we want to give you the job. And I was like, cool. And I was really excited and it's a pay rise and it's working at least in the field where I want to be. Like it's, I guess my biggest thing is now because it's not the job that I want, like, so it's, it's client management, which isn't really what I want to do, but it's in the workplace that I would want to be in and around the people that are, do, are doing the job that I want to do. I guess I've started to fall into this, oh, like maybe if I had said no and just waited, an actual job doing what I want to do would come up and I've fallen into this what-if vortex of, like, because then, Yesterday I had a call from a job that basically ghosted me and hadn't heard from them for four weeks and was like, oh, sorry, we waited. Um, we just wanted to see if you were still interested. And I'm like, I didn't hear from you for four weeks. <laughs> sorry. 
Um, so I that's guess- what happens just quickly. That's what happens when you get out of the energy of waiting, right? Because yeah. you're like, oh, I've moved on, yeah. girl. And exactly. they're like, oh, we want you now. Yeah, and like radio silence, and I had sent a follow-up email and they were really blasé about it. And I was like, oh, I just took it as, okay, it's obviously a no, so I'll just move on. Um, so but anyway, and then after that call, I just started in this like, oh, have I made the right choice and all this. And I guess, I guess how when I get in that what-if vortex, um, like I know that this decision is this job is going to get me closer to where I want to be than my job that I'm leaving. Like, I know that, but there's still a part of me that's like, oh, like maybe if you just waited an actual job, someone would have gotten you doing. So I just, how do I navigate that headspace? Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is like um, FOMO, right? Are you a seven, Natalie? Sorry. Are you a seven? I'm a three. Oh, you're a three. Okay. Um, so this is FOMO, right? You're just like, you have this opportunity and you're like, yes, but also, Ooh, what if there's something better that comes along? Right. (laughs) What if it's not like the best of the best? And if I just wait, then like I could get the better thing. So the thing about like, that I always like to remind people of with jobs and decisions like this is it's nothing is really as permanent as we think that it is, or that we like to kind of like make it out to be. And so we get in our heads a lot about like, this has to be the right decision or else I am fucked. (laughs) Like that's what goes through our head. It's like, if I choose the wrong door right now of like, take this job, or wait for something potentially better. If I choose the wrong one here, like I'm fucked. That's like what it feels like, right? I choose this job and then, oh, I realize that something better could have been available. Mm, Fucked. Or I don't choose this job and I wait for something better and something better doesn't come along. And I lost out on this opportunity and this money. Also fucked, (laughs) right? It just feels like we can't win. That's what happens when we get into this place of like really black and white thinking of like door A, door B, ah, like which one do I choose? I don't know because there's, there's, there's no certainty. And the thing about like life in general, obviously, is that the only thing we can be certain about is that it's uncertain. So this is where we really have to like integrate self-trust and Mm -hmm. the knowing that we will be able to figure it out no -hmm. matter what. Right. So let's say you were to choose door A, which is the job and you accept the position. And then you realize, you know, like it felt like this, you know, new shiny opportunity, but I actually like hate it or the company doesn't feel aligned or like they told me that they were going to train me for this next role. And that's not really happening. And I don't really feel the progression and like, gosh, this just feels so unaligned now. Would you be able to trust yourself? to make the next aligned decision to move on from there. Yeah. And on the same side of the coin is like, if you were to choose door B, which is not accepting this job and, you know, kind of going after something that feels more of like a direct fit for what you're looking for. If potentially something didn't come to fruition, it didn't come along for some time, would you be able to trust yourself in 
knowing what to do next and what next steps to take and trusting that the right thing was going to come. Like it all comes back to self-trust because when you actually trust yourself, you're able to recognize that both door A and door B are correct because whatever one that you choose will be an important stepping stone, a lesson learned, and another thing that's going to allow you to take the next aligned step to get you closer to where you're trying to go, right? I would argue and say that like door A and door B are neither the end goal. Hmm. Neither of them are really, truly the end result. They're both going to be sort of stepping stones for you. Hmm. Yeah. And so it's just about like, what are the lessons in each Hmm. of those stepping stones and how will I take them and integrate them and and move forward from them? Hmm. Yeah. So when, when you think about these two options, taking the job or waiting for something else, which one makes you feel more excited? Which one makes the body be like, like it opens up and it feels exciting and it feels expansive? Taking the job. I'm so over my, my current job blank. I was over them 12 months ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So if it feels exciting, if it yeah. feels expansive, if it feels hopeful, if it feels aligned in that way, yeah. And why not, why not bet on yourself mm. and go for it? Yeah, that's no, true. Yeah. Because if it, if it's not fully what you want, you will be essentially in the same place as you are right now, which is, well, yeah. let me wait and see and take action to try and find something else that is more fully what I want. Yeah. Yep. No, that's so true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You never signing your life away by accepting a job, you know, you get to change and move and make new choices if that's what feels best for you at any point in time. Yeah. 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 Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. And congratulations on the job and the pay raise. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yay. Okay. Anybody else? Hello. So, uh, I don't really put this into words, but I just want to say, obviously, thank you to Sam for everything. But at the beginning of the course, I just thought, oh, I'm never going to change. It's me. I'm not worthy of anything. And I was always putting negative onto me. Um, but obviously, as I've been doing the course, little things I haven't really noticed have changed until I've done like a review last night of myself and kind of went, actually things aren't bothering me as much as they were before I'm taking things like little things that were just simple everyday things that I wouldn't kind of think too much about or I'd get annoyed about because it wasn't aligning to me and it wasn't working for me it was actually me that was the issue it was my mindset and how I was working on things whereas actually when you take a step back and you look at what you have achieved yes it's only three months and I'm not where I want not where I want to be or where I will be but I am on the step and it is a step. It is a gradual step. But I just think that every little thing people are going through and finding hard, it's sent for a reason because it will make you better at the next step or you'll overcome something quicker. So I just want to say that everyone who's going through something that's shit, whether it be moving house, jobs, or you don't know the decision, you do know it, as Sam says you do. It's just trying to figure out whether that's, it's scared. I'm scared of a few things, 
but I've over like over the three months I've realized that it's not me that's scared it's me holding myself back because I'm scared so it's not I'm scared of the outcome it's scared I don't know I think I don't know how to cope with it but actually I do yeah yeah like the problem is not being scared right is what you're saying Mm. The issue is not being scared. The issue is, like we said before, not trusting yourself Mm. to move into the place of of being scared, to move into the fear and know that you'll be able to figure it out and you'll be able to handle it. That's like the problem, right? Because we never eliminate fear. We never eliminate fear, uncertainty, doubt from life. Like we're not wizards. I mean, maybe we kind of are, but like, (laughs) you know, we're not going to get rid of those things. We're not going to get rid of those experiences. So that's not like the problem that we need to work on. It's like, how can I, how can this be less scary? No, it's like, how can it be equally as scary, but like I can hold myself and create safety and trust myself to move through it. That's yeah, like and, where we get to and like you say, we're all unique in our own ways. So our fear is part of our, is part of us. So it's always going to be there. We just need to understand. And like you say, trust that we can, deal with that and deal with whatever outcome it is whether it's door a or door b yeah we can we can overcome whatever it is yeah and I think also something really important that that you touched on that I just want to reiterate for everyone is the importance of reflecting right when you did the reflect and compare um, I also um asked my husband if he'd seen any external changes because obviously I can see internal things but sometimes my internal things my internal thought processes I never really spoke out loud anyway because they were all internal so yeah I can see a difference but has that portrayed to a different happier me outside and he said it has um which is good but it's all that was also gratification for me because it's showing that the little things I'm thinking that you sometimes get a little niggle and go oh it's you're just you're thinking you're doing better but you're actually not you just want to pretend that you are or you want to think that you are when someone sees it from the outside is actually made to be, actually I have made a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Has anyone else, um, has anyone else noticed like external changes in their life of how they behave or act or speak to others or their opinions on certain things or how they react to conflict or conversations or anything like that? Yeah. Ask the people around you, like she said, Ask the people around you um, because sometimes, yeah, we can't always notice that, but people will notice changes in your energy or the way that you just like show up. Also, it's a weird time. Like a lot of us are not like hanging out with tons of people. So (laughs) fair enough that we're like not really around people (laughs) for them to notice our beautiful changing energy. Um, But yeah, like what I was going to say before is make sure moving forward, just like in your life in general, that you take time to reflect on how far you've come. Yeah. The ways in which you're changing, like whether you do this at the end of the year, every year, or you do it like every six months or every quarter, reflecting on who you were versus who you are is the only real way that we get to open our eyes and realize to how much we have shifted and how much we have changed. Because otherwise, you know, we're with ourselves along the whole journey. We're in the change as it's happening so gradually in these micro, micro ways that we don't even see ourselves. We don't even notice ourselves becoming this new version. 
but it's really impactful to kind of like look back and see how you used to react to things or think about things or what your daily life was like, or if you were even aware of half the shit that you're aware of now, which is probably, you know, was not the case, right? And you're like, whoa, things are actually changing and moving. So that's a, a valuable practice for everyone to carry moving forward, just like in life, reflect always on how far you've come because it will immediately transcend you into a place of gratitude and just like feeling like, wow, I'm actually more incredible than I thought that I was. Yeah, we don't give ourselves enough credit like ever, basically. <laughs> so give yourself more credit. 